David, I love that candle you're burning. You seem to always have a great candle burning. I am very aware of how room smells. When you've spent over a decade with a 75 pound Labrador retriever and two teenage boys, you start to worry that your house smells like the inside of a gym bag. I would imagine so. You know what I wish we'd had for the last decade? What? That Puro Air Purifier we now own and use all the time. I love my Puro Air too. Did you know that indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? Yes, I lived with two teenage boys. I can 100% testify <laughs> to that. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Gases from a preteen boy? <laughs> I'm dreading when my nephews start making those gases. Just you wait. Thankfully, Puro Air uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. You wouldn't drink unfiltered tap water, so why would you breathe unfiltered air? Thanks to my Puro Air Purifier, I feel like I can breathe again. Check it out at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time, getpuroair.com. Check it out now. You are likely aware at this point there has been a school shooting in Nashville, actually in my neighborhood at a school that I adore called the Covenant School. So many close friends, kids there, friends who are faculty members, and I just am heartbroken with all of this community, with you at the fact that this has happened again um, and happened down the street. And, and like so many of you, I just not only am feeling devastated for our community, but also thinking, what can I do? How can I help? And so I wanted to get on because I just have been thinking about so many of, so many of my sister's friends and um, so many of you that are picking your kids up from school and thinking, what do I say? How do I talk about this with them? And so I wanted to jump on and give a few quick things to, to talk through with the kids that you love as you're picking them up, knowing that none of us know what to say. I've started this video over 15 times because I feel like it's just hard for any of us to know. And so, okay, here are a few things to think about. Number one is I want you to stay calm as you're talking through this with your kids, that they need to feel like you're okay. They need to feel like you are their safe, steady place in the midst of this. And that means you may need to cry all the way to school. It may need, mean you need to do a lot of praying, whatever you need to do to get yourself centered. We'll come back to that idea in just a second. Number two, I want you to be the source. So if you're in this community, your kids are gonna hear about it. And so I want you, if they haven't already heard about it at school, I want you to talk about what's happened factually, age appropriately. So be the source. Number three, we wanna let them lead the conversation always with kids. They, y'all have heard me say this, they have this innate ability to ask the questions that they're ready for the information. So let them ask questions. If they haven't heard, there has been a tragedy that's happened in our community. and. And I want you to hear it from me and then give them the facts, which are still unfolding as we know. And so tell them what's happened and then let them ask questions. And, and you all, they may only have three questions or one question or no questions, which is why, again, they need to hear the facts and the basics from you. And then it's okay if you talk about it for 30 seconds or 30 minutes. We want to let kids lead because of that innate sense that they have of asking for the information they're ready for. And we want to give them space to feel. 
and you all, kids are gonna be all over the place with this. They may feel anxious, they may feel sad, they may feel angry. We're gonna feel all those things too. We wanna give them space to feel. And in the midst of that, it is okay for you to feel because that's gonna happen for every single one of us, but it's not okay for you to process with them. So I'm sad too, honey, I know I can't believe this either. And then stop there and let them, tell me more about what you're feeling. What are you thinking? Where does your mind go? Give them, let them feel and it's okay for you to feel, but not to process with them. Also, we wanna answer questions honestly and age appropriately. So again, facts, give them what you feel like they're ready for age appropriately and always be honest because you wanna be the source. They need to feel like my mom or my dad or my grandparents who I come to to ask questions about this, whoever you are in their life, be the source as the grown up. Also, I want you to talk about what they can control. So let's think about what do you know you can do when you go back to school and you feel nervous? Let's talk about the things that you can do. Different things in their world that they feel like they can control and give them a little bit more than, than you might otherwise right now because that's what a lot of kids lean to for coping strategies. Also, I want you to ask them what would help them feel safe at school. So think about, okay, I want you to know I'm going to set an alarm on my watch or on my phone and I'm going to pray for you every single hour. Go back to like when kids go to school for the first time, make bracelets. They wear a bracelet, you wear a bracelet. Every time you look at it, you're thinking about them. Some places they know they're going to feel connected with you because a lot of kids are going to feel anxious going to school after this. Talk about going to the school counselor. Who's there that can help in those spaces? Also, I want them and you to think about who are the people that are helping. How can we pray for those people? What can we do for them? Be a person who can help. So again, exactly why I'm making this video, I had to do something. What can we do to help the people around us that might be hurt or the people at the school, even if we're not there, send notes to the school, to the kids that are there. What can we do to help the people in this community? So be a helper. Also, I want you to not feel like you have to have all the answers. You guys, we just don't have them. We don't have them. This world we're living in, you know how much we talk about in this world we're gonna have trouble, but this is not the kind of trouble that we imagine. And so to think about, you don't have to have all the answers, honey, I don't know either. This feels like a mystery to me. But the last thing I would say is I want you to remind them of the truth that you do know, that they're not alone, that those kids were not alone in that school building, that God loves them, God's with them, and God is sad too, you guys. We gotta go back to, in these moments, I think the truth is what we can stand on foundationally and, and knowing that God is with them and God is with us. And there aren't a lot of platitudes beyond that. And, and I would caution you to try not to step into those. Um, but what can you tell kids that you know to be true? And pray together and be with them, y'all. Spend time with them and let them talk, let them process. Kids move in and out of grief a lot and we wanna give them space to do that. Circle back, check on them again at bedtime, check on them again tomorrow before they go to school or whenever they go back. We wanna be revisiting regularly with them. And you guys, if y'all have more questions, I'd love for you to put them in the comments below and, and we'll try and do as much as we can this week to be helping um, at Raising Boys and Girls and just would ask y'all to pray for our community, the folks that are at Covenant such a sweet, sweet school um, with so many kids and families. So thank you. Thank you. I'll just be praying together.